there's one thing I always said to myself when I wasn't feeling it. And there's days we don't feel it. But I always ask myself, what's going to feel worse? My body after a workout or my mind all day knowing that I didn't do it? That's, you know, that was my driving force. Get out of bed. Oh, you know, I got to do this apex. And, you know, well, rather than skip it and then feel like I failed all day, get out and do it. You know, and you're going to feel better. You're going to be a little sore, but you're going to be like, okay, I did it. It wasn't that bad. Most times you'll end up having one of the best workouts you can have because you're turning that. All right, my friend, it's Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project podcast. In just a moment, you're going to hear a conversation between myself and one of our amazing Fit Father program members, Joe Zapata. Joe is an awesome guy. He found our Fit Father program a few years back during the COVID pandemic, and he managed to lose 45 pounds in 90 days and completely get his blood work on track, get his energy and vitality back so much so that he's now whipping his kids at workouts, surfing, and doing a lot of things he did growing up in California and when he was younger and also in the service. So Joe's story is really inspirational because he achieved all this not without setback. Joe explains there was some serious stuff that happened in his family, including the passing of his father, that could have set him off track. But Joe was able to maintain the mindset alongside the core tenets of this program to lose the weight, to feel amazing, and to keep it off for a long time now. So excited to share the story with you. And Joe mentions a few things that I want to bring to your attention. If you're not one of our program members, Joe talks about the Apex 10 workout. This is one of the starting workouts of our FitFollower 30X Phase 1 program. And Joe talks about how it was a humbling experience for him when he was getting out of shape to actually go ahead and start to do this workout, but how quickly he's gotten stronger. It's really amazing what the body can do in a short period of time. And Joe also talks about effectively the phases of our Fit Follower 30X program. He went from phase one, two, three, four throughout the entire program curriculum. And that's what's enabled them to lose the weight and finally build a system that works for them for life. So without further ado, let's get into this conversation with Joe Zapata. All right, Joe, welcome officially to the Fit Father Project podcast, my friend. I'm grateful to have you here today. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, you're here because you made a really incredible transformation with your health using this program, and I want you to share it. I want you to share you know, how quickly you lost the weight that you did lose, the triumphs that you overcame, the challenges that you overcame in the process. But as we kick this off, I think the right place to start is to tell people who are listening today a little bit about yourself and your family, your background, where you're from, just so they get a picture of your life, and then we'll get into your Fit Father journey. Sure. Uh, my name is Joe Zapata. I live in the Los Angeles area. I'm now 54. I was 52 when I started the program, uh, coming up on my 53rd birthday. Uh, happily married, 23 years, three great kids, 16, 18, and 20 years old. You know, they are truly the bane of my existence, but also the loves of my life as well. You know, I, I grew up as an athlete. I, I was a cross-country runner, uh, ran track, I skied, surfed, skydived, whatever could come my way, I was all over. Played football, baseball, and I never had to worry about weight because I was just burning things. I would surf in the morning and ski in the afternoon. That's California, you know, and that's what we did. You know, sunrise surf, sunset ski. And I just burned off the calories. I was 155 pounds when I graduated high school. And then uh, two years later, I went into the Marines and I did 10 years in the service. So I never had to worry about that because they're working. You you know, you're doing the deal. Um, and then uh, I got out and after 10 years and I 
took a desk job. And so, okay, well, you know, a little bit here, I'll tone down my intake, whatever. Pounds start piling in, pounds start piling in. I'm like, all right, I started back at the gym, just didn't have the the zest for it that I used to, you know, and I was about 32, 33 at the time. And then I met my wife and we were very active together. So I started losing a little bit and then we had kids, you know, and bless them all. They're wonderful things. And, uh, but I was raised in a way that you eat what's on your plate. No food goes to waste. And so you, if you've got a full plate, you will finish your plate. And, I didn't want to instill that in my kids. So what was happening was as my kids weren't finishing their foods, I was eating it and I was gaining a little bit here, gaining a little bit there. I wasn't in an active job. I was trying to be active with my kids, but you know, you can only be so active with a two, three-year-old and you're rolling around on the floor playing Legos or whatever. And and it's all fine. But uh, as time went on, I, I went from 165, 175, 185, tried to get active, tried little diets. Uh, It just wasn't working for me. And I noticed a mental shift as well. Wasn't as happy, a little more irritable, you know, and life just kind of got out. It's it's fun for me. Um, My wife and I had a business uh, when the kids were young and we lost our business. um, And that threw me into another tailspin. And then it was just depression and eating and everything else. And then by the time my kids were, you know, my, I coached my son's baseball team um, and I was always out with the boys, but I, I was still overweight at the time. And I remember there was one time I went to sports authority and I was like, oh, I'm going to put this shirt on. You know, it was a form fit shirt and I looked like a freaking eggplant in the thing. And I was like, oh my God, this is horrible. I walked out of that room depressed and I was like, this is just, he's like, you're not going to get in. I'm like, no, nah, you don't want to see me in that. And uh, so I tried, you know, as much as I could uh, at the time. And then I had a career shift again and ultimately down the road to where I am now. I I became a realtor for a while and that was, you know, a lot of desk work, you know, and I was just getting bigger and bigger. And then I got into what I do now, which is I work for the studios as a stagehand. And that involves high rigging. So sometimes I'm 60 feet in the air pulling chain motors. It's very physical. and. So muscular-wise, I always had the strength, but I just couldn't shed the fat because I wasn't doing anything. And anybody that works in the studios or any kind of production work knows they're just feeding you carbs all day long. Everything's just sugars and carbs to get you through a 16-hour day, to get you you going. It's all the most unhealthy stuff. There's Oreos, Chips Ahoy, Lay's, Doritos, what donuts, coffee. And I'm just like, oh my God. And uh, while I was physically strong, I was still way out of shape. So ultimately, you know, we got to where we are now, and which is COVID hit. And when COVID hit, I came to the realization, I can either let this get a hold of me or I can get a hold of this. I can make something bad out of it or make something good. And so for the first couple of months of the the pandemic, I was walking my dog. I have a German Shepherd and we were walking, you know, five miles a day. And then my 16-year-old wanted to work out. We have a bench in the backyard. So I was doing some of the right things, but in all the wrong ways. So I was doing my daily walk five miles and I was benching and curling and everything else, but I wasn't making necessary food adjustments. And I was like, I, I wasn't losing any weight, although physically I felt stronger. And then rewind a little bit. My 
now 18 year old at the time decided to take up surfing. And I was like, cool. I love surfing. Something I grew up, you know, I did when I was younger and, and I enjoyed it. And I was really, you know, psyched for him to get into it because he's a really active kid. So we went to the beach, took a couple sessions. He was killing. He's like, dad, I want you to come out with me. And I'm like, no, I am not getting in a wetsuit. At the time I was pushing 215 to 218. Now I'm five foot eight. That's, that's a little extra weight. And so we were playing catch at the beach because he was a big baseball player. And uh, one day I went to chase the ball and I'm running. And all of a sudden I feel my chest bouncing. And I was like, oh my God, what is this? And I had never in my life felt that. I'm like, I have man boobs. And I was like, what am I going to do about this? And it was a low point. It really was a true low point. Never in my life did I ever think it would be something that I would have to deal with. So I went home and I started looking. I'm like, how do I, you know, how do I lose this? How do I fix this? And I've never been on any kind of program. I've never done any kind of diet. Workout regimen was always provided for me. You know, everybody's like, oh, they're all scams, this and that. I'm like, you know, I saw your ad and I was like, okay, let me look at this. And there was a relatability to it. And I just, I really, it clicked. It registered with me. The idea that, okay, this is not, this is a life adjustment, which is what I needed because I needed something I could take back to work with me when I went back to work and sustain Otherwise, I'm just going to go back to the table and I'm going to start eating the junk again and it's not going to do me any good. So I pondered around. I talked to my wife. We looked at it and I'm like, you know what? I've spent more on a meal than what this program is going to cost me. So really at this point, what do I have to lose? And I, I told my wife, I said, I'm going to do this. She's like, cool, let's do it. Now my wife is... Five foot three, ninety five hundred pounds. She has a high metabolism. Even at forty nine years old, she's in shape. All my kids are in shape. I'm the black sheep in the family because I'm the big guy. So I, I, I did. I signed up. I was, you know, and I spent a couple of days, like a bunch of the other guys do, reading through all the material. I watched all the videos. You have a video for everything. I mean, even my daughter to this day, she just started on the kids workout for you know the seven. A little workout. She's 16 and you know, she weighs 95 pounds. And she's like, I just want to, you know, tone up. So here you go. But everything I had a question for, I just had to go to YouTube and there was a video that answered it. And I think the biggest thing that I enjoyed about it was the fact that you didn't just say, do this. Here's this package. And I want you to do what this says. The big thing for me was it said why. You know, I said, you're going to do this workout, but this is why you're going to do it. And this is why you're going to succeed at it. And this is what it's going to do for you. And this is what you're going to eat. And this is why you're going to eat it. This is when you're going to eat it, but this is why you're going to eat it at that time. So it wasn't just a do as I say, it was, let me explain to you why you're going to do what I say. And you're going to make this happen. And the more that I looked at it, I'm like, okay, one of the other things for me was, oh my God, I can drink alcohol. And I'm not a big drinker, but I like to, you know, have a drink occasionally. And I could go have fast food. I can get my Starbucks, you know, whatever it was, there were adjustments, but I'm like, there was no, oh my God, I got a pack of cooler full of special food and do this and do that. Now through the first 
phase, I took a nice just to the beach with me, had my manwich in there and, you know, the green tea and everything else. But if I got caught in a pinch, I knew I could just run down the street to a subway, get a sandwich or whatever I needed to get me through the program. So that was like a, a huge thing for me because it wasn't just, you have to buy our food, do our thing, do this our way. It was relatable. You know, it, and, and it seemed like something that really would work for me. It just took off. I did that first apex and man, I, it's a humbling, humbling thing. <laughs> I got to say it, it, it is. And I, like I said, I'm, I considered myself to be in shape and I did the first apex and I was like, oh, this isn't that bad. It's so deceivingly difficult. Um, and I, I got, I was knocking it out. I got to like level five, level six. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I got this. And I was only using 10 pounds dumbbells. The time I got to eight, I was like, oh my God, what did I do? And I, I finished it, but it took me about an hour and 20 minutes, I think. An hour 15, hour 20. And I walked in the house. I was drenched. My daughter looked at me and she's like, oh my God, dad, what happened? <laughs> I was like, she's like, did you fall in the pool? And I'm like, no, I, I was working out. She's like, oh my God, that's it's like, give me a hug. And she's like running away crying, screaming. I'm like, oh no. But I think it was at that point, I'm like, I got this. This, this is something I can do. I can sustain. I can, I could get behind it because it was simple. It was do it from home. It fell into the it fell into the COVID world of well, the world we were living in. And I had everything I needed here in a couple of dumbbells to, you know, get going. Um, and again, like I said, and military has creature habits. So I was all in with the shakes in the morning. I did fat burn shape, the fat burn number one, tasted great, worked for me. I think I drank that thing for six months every morning. And then I had the mouches for lunch or the, the wrap, you know, and I ate more chili than I, the turkey chili just worked for me. Had a ton of protein, tasted good, filling, serving sizes were great. And I make, I, even to this day, I make a thing of chili every week. And if I don't eat it, my 20-year-old takes it to work. And honestly, I, it's healthy. If I think it's going to go bad, I feed it to my German shepherd. He chows that stuff down too. You know, it, it's just, it's been, you know, that's the synopsis of how I got there and how I got started. Yeah. It's a phenomenal synopsis. And I don't even know where I want to go from here. I mean, I'm, th- I'm thinking that you're in this journey and maybe I'll comment on some of the lessons I think I can extract from this. You really got committed. You had that moment where you're like, I want to do this. You truly considered it. And you did the studying in the beginning of the program. You know, you read the material and you saw the why and you're able to understand, you know, all of that. And I love that you basically followed the structured meals, you know, you, the structure versus variety in the morning, the shakes, and then the manoches in the afternoon. And that gives you a baseline to build momentum. You're losing weight. You found out that you have a go-to recipe in the form of this chili that will serve you probably for years into the future, right? I mean, it's a go-to healthy meal you can continuously use. And how, as you're exercising, I'm sure that first apex was super humbling. Tell everyone listening how much weight you lost in what interval of time and how your fitness improved in the same vein. Okay. Now I never, even to this day, I haven't done the big five. I did the apex three days a week. That was my go-to. I was like, the big five is more strength. I want to lose weight. When I started the program, I was just around 215. 
my 30 day goal was to lose 15 to 20 pounds. And then I started in mid to late August and I have a close derail in September. We'll get to that in a little family matter. Um, but by the end of phase one, I was down to my, beyond my goal. Uh, I had lost almost 25 pounds. In 30 days? In the first 30 days. I was at, but I was also remodeling my kitchen. So I, I was doing demo work. I was, you know, doing a lot of extra stuff as well. But yeah, it was, I was just at around 90 pounds or 190 pounds, I'm sorry, um, by the end of phase one. And I was just fired up. I, I my kids every day, they they didn't even realize it till I took my 30 day picture. And I didn't realize it. I looked, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this. You know, I, I looked at the por- the profile and I have a neck again. I, you know, I, I'm not sticking out. I can see my toes, you know, whatever. It was a very much an aha moment for me. And all it did was make me want to keep pushing. So you move on to phase two throughout this process and you're moving on into new workouts, playing around with some intermittent fasting potentially, and talk about the next, you know, the next 15 pounds or so of weight loss. Like what happens next? Phase two, I dabbled in hard. I went in really hard and strong. I stuck to the same program on the meals. Uh, and I got down to, I want to say it was about 183-ish by the end of phase two. It slowed down a little bit. I had a little stall out, which is common. You know, your body adjusts, but you're also gaining muscle. Is, you know, my understanding from talking to Ben and some of the other guys. Your muscle gains correlate with your um, weight loss. And by the end of I had to do a reset on phase three. My mother broke her ankle in January of 21. So I had to go stay with her. So I just took some dumbbells up to her house and, you know, she was all supportive. She's like, get in there, do it, you know, just go do your workout. I got this. Um, But by the end of the program, I finished at around 163. By the time I finished uh, phase three, I was right around 163. So total pounds lost is from 215-ish? Yeah. And that I did I did all that honestly within 90 days. I I was there. It was I, the bulk of it was gone in the first 90 days. It, it was crazy. You know, and that included a trip to Vegas, uh Christmas, Thanksgiving, everything. I, I worked my way around and yeah, I hit it hard. So you lost over 50 pounds in 90 days. Pretty much, yeah. That's really incredible. I mean, it sounded like your energy and your health was improving in the process. You didn't seem deprived or, you know, really strung out. I mean, not at all. Okay. Good. Not at all. I was, I was there and actually I had my, my physical, the beginning of 21 and my doctor, I walked in and I'd been battling, battling cholesterol, high cholesterol for over a decade. And she wanted, she's been pushing me to put in, you know, get on medication. I refused. i don't do medication. It's just not my thing. Never has been. My body will take care of itself if I take care of my body. I wasn't taking care of my body. So after over a decade, I went in and she's like, oh my God, I need to run blood work. You're too skinny. And I was like, no, I'm good. This is what I'm doing. She's like, how long did it take you to lose that weight? I said, I did it in about 90 days. And she's like, that's too fast. And I said, well, run the blood work. You tell me if there's concerns. And she ran the blood work and she came back and she's like, you are like, there's nothing wrong with you. You're, you're there. And she's like, I got nothing to say except way to go. You know? And it was amazing. It, it was such a, a feeling. I almost had a t- 
tear in my eye walking out of her office after I went over the results. And she's like, just keep doing what you're doing. And she asked me about the program, the food and everything else. And she's like, this is spot on. Just mm-hmm. stick to it. That's, that's, that's brilliant. I mean, to be able to improve your health in that amount of short of time, you know, from the age of, you know, 52, right? When you, was it 52 when you started? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was, I, it was two months before my 53rd birthday, roughly. Yeah. That's incredible. So let's talk about some of the challenges. I think you alluded to a few things and whatever you're comfortable sharing about challenges along the way that, you know, cause these road bumps, because I know your journey wasn't perfect. And I'd also like to hear about, as you, if you talk about your challenges, what kept you on board? I think there's a lot of guys that stuff happens, you know, and, and they can be derailed, but you went over road bumps, but you kept on going forward. So let's talk about that. Absolutely. So my father had been battling uh, non-Hodgkin's for several years and was a prostate cancer survivor from his early 40s. Um, and then about several years ago, like I said, he developed uh, non-Hodgkin's and uh, T-cell cancer. And about a month and a half into COVID, it was really starting to take its toll on him. So he was either at home or the hospital. So I was doing the shopping for him and everything else. And we had, you know, we talked for an hour or two every day. And uh, he always told me, he's like, you know, you need to take better care of yourself. I, and he was always a healthy person. He ate healthy. He did his version of workouts, you know, and it's just, it's a generational thing. But when he saw me start the program and he saw me lose the weight, he's like, are you sick? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm fine. Why? He's like, you're losing a lot of weight. And this was towards the end of, I'm middle of phase one. And I was already down, I think, 15 pounds. And he's like, you look really good. And he was just my biggest fan. I'd go up to visit him and he'd be like, what did you weigh in today? You know, what are you eating today? What are you doing? How's the workouts treating you? And it, and it would put a perk in him that in turn put a fire in me. And, and, and unfortunately, he lost his battle in late September, which was just about towards the end of phase one. So rather than let that derail me, I had it motivate me. Um, he never got to see me physically in my finished state. You know, I was still around 190 when he passed, but I had lost, you know, 25 pounds. And it was something that I wanted to finish, not just for myself, but I had another purpose at that point for him. And it really turned out to be a good driving force for me. I mean, it wasn't just, it was obviously about me. It was about my kids, my wife, my family life. But at that point, it's like, I need to finish this because he was so pumped for me. He's like, you know, I'd get up there. He's like, oh, you look great today. You know, you, you know, he was a more size large. He's like, why don't you try one of my suits or do this? You know, because he couldn't wear them anymore. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, whatever makes you smile, I'm good. Um, and and he was a big contributor to my ultimate success. Unfortunately, it came to his ultimate demise. Uh, and... So rather, like I said, rather than have that turn into a negative and sit there and sulk about it, I turned it into a motivation and I pushed harder and I pushed more and I made it work for me. And then, you know, so we moved past that. And then the holidays made it a little bit rougher. Um, You know, first holiday without him, my birthday was, I I rewind a little bit. I had made my boys a, a promise that if I got to 190, I'd go surfing with them. 
Well, my dad passed about two weeks before my birthday, but I did. My mom came out with us and that was, it was a really beautiful day because I did end up going surfing with my boys that day and my mom got to see it and she knew and we talked about my dad and took in a nice sunset on the ocean and it was, it was nice. It was a good day. And then we went through New Year's and Christmas. Um, I made it through that fine. No slips. I was, you know, all in. And then January, my mom broke her ankle and she shattered it. She was on bed rest for um, two months straight. And so I went up to her house and I stayed with her for probably three weeks at a time. And she's like, well, are you doing your workouts? And I was like, well, you know, mom, she's like, no, go home, get your dumbbells, get what you need. You know, I do this. I'm like, all right, cool. So every morning she hear me down in the garage with my dumbbells doing the apex or the, you know, double trouble or whatever it was at the time. She hears me doing my rows, slamming them on the floor. And she's like, you know, very good. Biggest fan. Again, so supportive. Um, And then, you know, other challenges that came up along the way had to do with work. You know, ultimately we went back to work and that's a huge time adjustment for me. Working in the industry I do, I work at night. Uh, and I get home around midnight and I get up and take my daughter to school at six 30 in the morning, seven in the morning. So sleep started to kick in and I started to feel a little angst about, okay, I'm by this point I'm in phase four, I'm doing the sustaining gains. So I've got the earth workouts and everything else. They weren't, they were almost too easy for me and I wasn't getting it done. So I started going to work and I'm knocking out pushups and the guys are looking at me like, First of all, nobody recognized me when I went back to work. They're like, what the hell? They thought I was doing drugs. <laughs> They're like, oh my God. One of the guys I work with, he's like, okay, you're dealing now. You know? And I'm like, no, I'm really, I'm just, this is what I'm doing. And he actually signed up for the program, but he likes to eat too much. He's like, I'm just not ready to commit. Uh, but I'm getting down and I'm knocking out 150 pushups a day. I'm finding ways to stimulate myself to keep the drive going. And I mean, those were the biggest obstacles I'd say I had along the way, you know, but there were, there were some pretty decent ones. Yeah, but you brought a powerful mentality to that. I want to say I'm sorry for the loss of your dad. And I definitely know that he would, obviously, he was so invested in seeing you make a positive transformation. He was a proud father till the very end. And I think that's, and that's beautiful that you're able to honor him in that respect and, and use him, his memory and his wishes, his motivation. And dang, I don't know if he'd believe what you look like now. So that's... Yeah, I don't know. He hasn't seen... You know, he, I was like this. I was a little bit bigger when I got out of the service, but I was also 32 years old. So you know, it, was, it was, you know, 20 years before. So he, he watched the big shift after I got out. And it seems like from listening to what you're saying, one big theme for you is... You know, the exercise component is when you're getting this in at least a couple times a week and you're making the commitment, that's a way for you to almost like anchor your commitment into the week. You know, your the workouts happen. It's your way of saying, yep, still doing it. Doesn't matter what the location is, where there's a will, there's a way, whether I'm bringing dumbbells up to your mom's house or whether you're doing pushups on the set, your commitment drove you to continue to take action in the domain of exercise and you're just continuing with your nutrition regimen that you pretty much have dialed in. Does this sound like the truth? Absolutely. I uh and I work as a flyman on a Broadway show right now. And so I'm I my workspace is literally 20 feet in the air on a platform. So I've got an ab roller. I've got uh, up there with me. So, and I'm knocking out before every show cue, I'm doing 20 push ups, And then 
I've got resistance bands up there with me. I, I take my food up for the day. So I've got my salad ready to go. And, you know, I just, I, and then in between shows, I'll go for a quick two, three mile walk, you know, through the lovely streets of Hollywood. I think guys really need to hear that. It's so good that you shared that because it's like the amount of excuses we can make ourselves have, but there's too many obstacles. You're literally doing this suspended 20 feet in the air with an ab roller. I don't think you might be the first man to ab roll while also working on a show like up there with your Ezekiel bread sandwich up there. Like that's, that's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I've got my work box and everything, you know, I've got a nice little 15 foot wide platform that I, I can do whatever I need to up there. Yeah. So here's my question for you. You have this clear fire. Like, what now motivates you? How would you describe your deep reasons now, your mission statement now today that drives you to continue to do this? Sustaining gain. It's, uh, it really is. I love where I'm at. I mean, my kids and my wife have been also some of my biggest fans. I'd come in in the morning and, you know, when I was going through the transformation and I'd get on the scale daily. Uh, and my kids would be like, what did you weigh today, dad? How many pounds did you lose? You're looking great. You know, it, it, that feeling, I hold on to that feeling and I don't want to go back to where I was. I, I really don't. I, I have a picture. I, I think I posted on the brotherhood and of a dining room table full of clothes. And I just, one day went through my closet. I gave everything away. And I'm like, if I have a reason to go back, it's leaving this house. And I got rid of everything. I'm talking Armani suits, you know, I mean, expensive stuff. And I donated it to a church and said, this is it. I'm done. And I'm enjoying myself. I'm surfing with my kids. I'm going on great hikes and adventures, but you know, I'm, I'm living my best life at this point and I don't need a reason to not do that. Yeah. A powerful answer. And you've clearly seen that at least as per you, the big thing was nutrition part of it too, was keeping that nailed has been what really tipped you over the scales versus when you're just benching and walking, you know, before all that stuff started. What reasons? I mean, to be able to enjoy your life, to have all this stuff with your kids, I'm sure they'd have amazing trouble keeping up with you with any of those Fit Father workouts at this point. Oh, if I think you commented on a post I put on the Brotherhood. My my twenty year old's been going to the gym and working out, and one day he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna do this Apex Ten with you, Dad." And I was like, "All right, bring it on, buddy." And he came out, and you know, he grabbed the twenties, and I was like, you "Sure, you want to do that?" And he's like, "Yeah, I got this." I'm like, "All right," and I, I grabbed the twenty fives, and and uh, I don't normally do the Apex with twenty fives, but I'm like, "Okay, cool." And he got up to like level five, and he. Next thing I know, he shifts down to the 15s. I'm like, you sure? And he's like, yeah. And then he made it up to nine. And then he went to his knees and started doing the push-ups and the rows on his knees. And then he grabbed the 10s on the way down. And by the time we... I finished about 10 minutes ahead of him. And while he was finishing up, I was doing ab rollers. And I was doing body saws. And he's just looking at me. He just looked at me and said one word, respect. (laughs) I was like, you know... It's great. I love it. But he's committed to his health now as well. That's good. I mean, I'm sure it's rubbed off on him, especially as a you know, as a young man. Getting your butt whipped by the old man is a good thing. And I'll say this too: is how incredible is it that you were man boobs running on the beach to be able to smoke and a workout faster than your fairly athletic son? Right. I mean, at 54, let's go. That gets me fired up, man. Oh, I'm busting them all the time. Like, when are you going to come back? When's our rematch? When are we going? Let's do it. 
Yeah, and he's like, no, nah. he was sore. He was supposed to do me. That was on a Monday. And then he said he was going to come back on Friday and do it with me. And he's like, I'm still smoked, you know? So I, I got my dumbbells right out by his bedroom window and I'm knocking out my rows. And he's just like, really? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's fun. My daughter, like I said, she started on the kids program for the, my wife's going to try and do that with her. And my 16 year old and I, we go for walks nightly. We do three miles a night before bed and burn off the dinner calories. And it's a good bonding time. And so the food, they all love the food. I still make the pesto shrimp and pasta uh, once every week or two. It doesn't last. I get no leftovers. But I've learned how to prep. I start my meal prep a little bit different every Saturday when I I actually like prepping when I'm fasting. So when I do my 24-hour fast, Friday night to Saturday night, because Saturday night's my off work day and my workout off, I make a big salad. I divvy it up into four containers. I put all the peppers and whatever I want in it, but I leave the protein out. And then what I'll do is separately, I'll, I'll cook up the shrimp, the chicken, the salmon, whatever. And then as I need, I'll throw it in the salad or we'll have it with something. So I've got several different options available to me and the kids do as well. Yeah, that's a really good way to do it. And it works out really well. So I get the perfect plate all the way around. My wife, who is Greek, she came from Greece when she was, you know, a teenager. Loves pasta. She's now doing nothing but whole wheat pasta. So it's transferring slowly. It's integrating itself into our overall lifestyle. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? I mean, having a Greek wife and having kids that have preferences, your nutrition plan needs to fit those criteria. It's not sustainable, and it clearly has been for you guys with some modifications. I mean, you're still having pasta on occasion. You know, you have this good meal prep ritual, which is so key. It's like all about the habits, and you've clearly developed the nutritional habits that help this stay sustainable for you. Right. Right. I mean, I've had, I'm not going to say I'm perfect. You know, we all regress every occasionally, but I, I, again, on the brotherhood and I put at work one day, I'm like, oh, a little Debbie cake. I'm going to eat a little Debbie cake. Why not? That thing screwed me up for two days. I, my body did not like it. I was like, and then I started realizing, I'm like, you know, I've totally detoxed myself and it's not used to that stuff anymore. So, okay, cool. I'm not doing that again. And it was horrible. We don't even keep that stuff in the house anymore. My kids now eat protein bars or they have the, the protein juice the, for them. Not, you know, I don't drink that stuff, the, the, the pre-made stuff. Um, but they're all about, okay, let's eat a little healthy. By the time you're young, you can have a little bit. You know, it's okay to enjoy yourself. But the core element is you know, they'll eat what I eat a lot of times and they enjoy it. Yeah, that's beautiful to hear. Small changes, right? I mean, that they're making are, are, are powerful. Yeah, for sure. All right. So what would you say, and this is to wrap up our conversation, put a bow on it. What would you say to some of the guys who are really in the early phase starting out, um, a man who just needs to still build that early momentum? What would you give us some words of wisdom? That's the first question. The second question will be, what do you say to guys who are in your position who've kind of run the race and achieved the loss? And then what's the mentality there? Let's start with the newbies. And then we'll move on to kind of where you're at. Newbies is, you know, there's one thing I always said to myself when I wasn't feeling it. And there's days we don't feel it. But I always ask myself, what's going to feel worse? My body after a workout or my mind all day knowing that I didn't do it? That's, you know, that was my driving force. Get out of bed. Oh, you know, I got to do this apex. And, you know, 
well, rather than skip it and then feel like I failed all day, get out and do it, you know, and you're going to feel better. You're going to be a little sore, but you're going to be like, okay, I did it. It wasn't that bad. Most times you'll end up having one of the best workouts you can have because you're turning that. Use the Facebook group. The the guys over there, your staff, Kat, Ben, Craig, uh, you know, and the old group that I was in the uh, Delta chapter um, with Don and Glenn and and Shane and Eric and and all those guys and new guys Warren um, you know and uh, uh, Chris Pleasance and those guys it's a great group of guys with a ton of information and it, it's an it's it's one of those things that everybody has something to offer and it's a no judgment thing you can say whatever you need to say nobody's going to judge you they're going to help you. You know, you're not feeling it, post that you're not feeling it and you'll get what you need out of it. You know, you have a question, no question, you know, as a father and an individual, no question is too stupid. You're not going to ask a bad question. You know, stick with it. It it works. Just don't try and manipulate the program too much because the core elements are sound. It works. You know, you just have to have a little faith and you can't take my success or Don Stark's success or Eric or anybody else's and compare it to your success or maybe lack thereof at this point because everybody is different. Everybody is different and everybody adjusts, you know, differently. And your time will come if you stick to it. It's going to work. It, that's that, you know, that's the best I could get, but use the group. And do the reading, do, you know, the YouTube videos you have, uh, I, I still find new ones that I like to watch, you know, and, and go through the podcast. There's a ton, there's countless, endless hours, days worth of, of information there for anybody that wants it, use it. Yeah. Great answer. And then for guys who are in your spot now, you know, who have run the race, lost the weight, developed their system. Now, what is it? What's the mindset now that is, is key to really embody? Man, you put all the work in. You did. You did the hardest part. This is this is the part where you get to cash in a little bit and enjoy the fruits of your labor. If you got to where you are now and you're happy with where you are, great. Not everybody's going to want to do OSM. I haven't dabbled into OSM. I have a fear of getting bulky because I'm afraid of losing it or something shifts and then I regress. It's just a mental thing on my part. I'm, I'm dabbling with it. I saw Don Stark's great success just today or yesterday that he posted. And I was like, he blew, he, he blew up pretty good on that. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And I mean, he, he just killed it. And I was like, you know, maybe I might want to take a look at this, but with my work schedule, it's, I don't know that it's something that'll work for me. The sustaining gain, the, the elemental workouts, they're great. It's 20 minutes. You can dedicate 20 minutes. I still work out six days a week. I do. I only take Saturdays off. I do my MFTs Monday, Friday, my strength Wednesday, Sunday, and my hits on Tuesday, Thursday. They don't always have to be an hour workout. Just you you put the time in. You invest it in yourself. Keep the investment strong. You know, it, it really, it, it's, I know guys have regressions and, everybody, and life happens and it's okay. If you regress, get back in. You know what it's about. You already know it works. Just stick with it. Joe, perfectly said. Thank you for coming on and sharing your story and sharing that wisdom. Well, thanks for having me, man. I'm, I'm glad I could give something back. It's, you know, if anybody has a question, I'm always on. I'm always on Facebook. I, I, DM me. Do whatever you need to. I, I, I'm here, and you know, I give back a little bit to what was given to me. 
Yeah. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate that invite for people. Someone like listening to this, you know, take them up on it. Send Joe a message if you're on the Facebook group and and, and just tell him you that you listen to this. I think it'll mean a lot too. And, and Joe, thanks for sharing your story and, and being a fit father and being a shining example in your community and your family of like what this work's all about and walking the walk. I'm really proud of you, man. Hey, thank you. I, I, thanks for having it. You know, I can't, I mean, again, I've got my life back. I've got my family back. I'm living my best life. And it wasn't a life altering thing to have to go through to make it happen. You know, it, it really wasn't. And I couldn't have done it without, well, first of all, you, Ben, Kat, and your staff, and, you know, the support of my family. But it's, it's there. All right. Thank you, Joe. And thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash fitfatherproject to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.